This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. This is a HeadGum Podcast. Whoa. Tig. Whoa. Yeah. I don't know why we got stuck on bottoms, behinds. Well, I know exactly why we got stuck on <laughs> bottoms. <laughs> I mean, let's be clear. You you bring it up. And it and it by the way, it has nothing to do with this with this documentary. Well, of, of course. course it doesn't. Why would it? But I mean, it was a fun little moment to discuss bottoms. <laughs> We did a little rambling. I don't know if you can believe that, but uh, but we co- and then we cover some politics. People might actually learn learn something. No, no, <laughs> okay. All right, ladies and jerks, welcome to the Martha Mitchell effect. It all started when Tig and Cheryl met in the mid-2000s. Hey, nice to meet you, Tig. I'm Cheryl Hines. Hi, Cheryl. I'm Tig Notaro. Should we do a podcast about documentaries? Yes. A podcast about documentaries? Is this microphone on? Five furious frogs fiddling faintly. Furious frogs fiddling faintly. Five furious frogs fiddling faintly. I am the first ever podcast, and Tig and Cheryl are following in the sound of my footsteps. Let's get started. I'm so ready. Tig and Cheryl. True story. Cheryl. Tig. Hi. Oh, hi, Tig. Hi. Hey, oh, that's not how it goes. <laughs> no. <laughs> hey, hey, Tig. Hey, Cheryl. Hey. How are you doing? I'm doing all mm-hmm. right. I um, woke myself up crying in my sleep with a soggy eye mask. <laughs> because a cat? Because a cat. Is this going to happen after I drop her off, or is this just like the lead up? I'm hoping it's just a lead up. Wait, so literally your eye mask is soggy, wet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, are you having a sad dream, or are you thinking consciously, "I'm going to miss cat boohoo"? Well, this time Answer it the was question. more of a twilight, trying to get to sleep. You know, were you drunk? So super drunk. Um, well, I know you had dinner plans last night because my niece is in town. But Dr. were you drunk Becky with your niece Hines's last night? Daughter. Is the question. I wasn't. No, I was stone cold sober. Didn't even have one drink. N- not a single martini. No, no. Or as my mother called them, tart meanies. A tart meanie. No, I was sober. That you know, I and then I'm trying to go to sleep, and I'm trying to think of nice, pleasant thoughts and do breathing exercises. And the next thing I know, I'm like, 
Oh, she's going. She's going. She's going. And, just, and then oh, I just, gosh. and then this, then the face mask gets soggy. And then I just have to like take a knee. I'm like, okay, just let's take a break. Everybody, let's take So a what break. you're saying is you do, you love Kat. I like her. <laughs> now, um, you were saying something and I had a question. Mm. Hmm. What were, can you tell that whole story again? Um, so we went out to eat and then I didn't have a tart meanie. Mm-hmm. What if I start saying that? And people are Why like, not? Eh, I can't tell if I like it or if it's, or if it's like, hi, that thing. That- Bye. <laughs> I'm not into that. I, think- <laughs> I don't like when things hit. Um, Grownups. Well, that are I guess to be for that, kids. but also just. Is that for kids? I don't know. It's just that everybody starts doing something. Oh, oh, it's like a, yeah. It's like a, (laughs) what's that called? It's like a, I don't know. It's going around. What's that called, Thomas? It's a fad. Or when, you know, when people used to say, I guess they still do it, but they'll be like, um, walk much? (laughs) You know, that kind of stuff. Bye. Bye. Or, hey, 1972 just called and they want their shirt back. Ex- yeah. But we're kind of doing it on the show when we say, hey, girl, hey. <laughs> yeah. But we're you know? hilarious when we do it. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's probably somebody's... Uh, yeah, pet peeve. No, that they're just like, peeve. ugh. Our entire show is probably many people's pet peeve. Well, even pet peeve is your pet peeve. I can't stand pet peeve. <laughs> you can't. It makes me want to have a tart meanie. Bye. <laughs> Let's get Tart Meanie going so that when it finally comes back around, <laughs> then it'll be back in style and we'll be the ones that put it back on the map. Yeah. Well, it was never on the map. It was my mother. My mother yeah. would have a Tart Meanie. Okay. Yeah. And then once everyone starts saying it and then we're out somewhere and yeah. somebody's like, I'll have a Tart Meanie. And then, and then everybody and then will like, laugh. And- Bye. <laughs> And I'm like, my mother made up that word. You know what my mother, I think, made up? And I've probably told you this before, but Cracklin likes to say, well, let's just pab it. Pab it? Pibe. Pibe? Uh-huh. Play it by ear. <laughs> so she'll just say, I'll let's say, just pab. you want me to pick you up at seven? Well, we'll just pab it. <laughs> okay. Let's get those out into the world <laughs> and see what comes back first. Okay. Pibe it? Or a tart meanie. Okay. Private or tart meanie. Okay. Or you know what? If uh-huh. you work at a bar or you own a bar. Yeah. What, like shakers. Yeah. Could you said. name a martini a tart meanie? You could. Well, it, no, I'm, oh. I'm not saying, is that possible? <laughs> I'm saying, hello, listeners. Do if it. If you own one, then do it and then send us a picture of your new menu uh-huh. that has a tart, tart meanie. meanie on there. Okay. And a pibe. <laughs> Um, a pipe. A pipe would be. A pipe sounds like a snack. No. Well, play it by ear. Kind of feels ear. like give me a drink, and then you don't know what's coming. Right. To your it's table. like we'll bring whatever you you got. Yeah. I'll I'll take a pipe. <laughs> well, I'll take a I'll take a tart meanie. So if the so if the bartender is making like uh, white Russians and somebody mm-hmm. orders a pipe, then just make him a white Russian with the rest of the crew and send it yeah, out. Yeah, it's a pipe. Whatever. <laughs> it could be a beer. It could be a white Russian. It could be a kamikaze drink. 
It's just a pie. We're going to play it by ear. Uh, I don't know. When you took my order, I don't know what I want to drink. No, I'm playing it by ear. And then when you return, I guess I'm having a white Russian. I guess I'm having sex on the beach, or as we like to call it, making headlines on the beach. Oh, making headlines on the beach. I get it. Let's see the menu with that on there, too. We... I can't wait to see all these drink menus. We should make those on our on streaming our show. show. Ooh. Uh-oh. We should do a mixology episode where you and I go head to head making drinks. Well, I was a bartender for a very long time. Uh, okay. You're going to win. I don't <laughs> drink or make drinks. <laughs> I'll have a brewski from time I'll to time. I'll have a brewski. I don't even know what's in a white Russian. A white Russian? I don't want to talk about it either. Vodka, Kahlua, and cream. Okay. You know, let's talk about our documentary. Oh, right. Did you like this one? Loved it. I loved it. But, you know, we try and, like, play it close to our... Yeah, we're not supposed to talk about do we love it or not. I mean, I don't know why. We... Well, because we, I don't want to be a review show. We don't have a boss. Oh, that's true. But I am the boss of you. But I don't... <laughs> you're not the boss of me. <laughs> Okay, I just listen to everything that you have to say, and you don't listen to anything that I have to say. Cheryl's shaking her head back and forth um, with attitude. Get, eh. No, you're right. We, this is not a review. It's not a review show. But we are it's, talking about feelings. We are. We have a lot of feelings. <laughs> we do. People can gather or glean from glean. Yeah, from our feelings discussions. By the way, what about feels? Do you ever say that? Oh, I ha- that gave me a lot it of gives feels. Me the feels. No, I don't say that. Anything that people say. That's like, that's in style right now. Yeah, I just don't, don't do really it. say it. Like facts. When somebody says, when some, I know all these kids. Facts? Yeah. So if you say, uh, d- tell me something that you know. Um, tell me something I know. I know that the sky is blue. Facts. Or you could say, oh, it's hot in here. And you'd say facts. Facts, like it's true? Yeah, like, oh, that is a fact, but you just say facts. <laughs> Where did you hear that? <laughs> My daughter, that's what facts. they do. <laughs> wow, okay, I might start yeah. doing that. Because it hasn't hit me yet, but that's, you know. No, you're not going to get these things for a while. Yeah, yeah, I mean, we don't need to go into the news that I heard from no. my wife and from no. the two of you different news but i just it just proves time and time again i'm not cheating and and looking and at watching anything. the news no i you don't I, know anything about anything i, I don't <laughs> and i have to say i'm feeling a lot better on this planet these days and i like getting my news that way i don't like getting terrible news i know ever and certainly not right before we're about to record but Anyway, I'm, okay. I'm enjoying being out of the loop. Under a rock is, is my oh, show. If you will. Is, um, today, you we are talking about the Martha Mitchell effect. It's a 2022 documentary short directed by Deborah McClutchy and Anne Alvergu. No, Alvergu. Well, how do you think you say it? And you, you're suggesting it's Alvergu? Does that sound ridiculous? Alvergu? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, Alvergu doesn't sound great. I'm sure it can't be Alvergu. I don't know. Anyway, Anne Anne and Deborah. Um, 
And it tells the story of uh, an outspoken political wife, Martha Mitchell, and her role in the Watergate scandal that led to Richard Nixon resigning as president of the United States. The Martha Mitchell effect is available to watch on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Woo! This was a live wire. I have something that could potentially be embarrassing <laughs> to say. Okay. And I know you roll your eyes every time I say, I'm not educated. <laughs> I had never heard of this person. Martha Mitchell. I hadn't really heard of her either. This oh, was okay. before our time. Okay, but still, I was I was truly watching this saying, thinking to myself, I'm sure everyone knows about, knows about this Martha Mitchell. wackadoo. And <laughs> meanwhile, I don't have a clue about her. And I'm just going to go ahead and tell them. I yeah. felt like I was admitting to something that was... Um, like Tad, Tad, what's his name? Tad, Tad Harper? Tab. Oh, t- <laughs> what was his name? Tab. Tab. Hunter. Hunter. Tab Hunter. Right. Well, I wasn't like, oh, I'm embarrassed to admit I don't know who Tab Hunter is, but I think there's more, it carries more because there's like history and politics and but, you know, government. This was, this and- was during Watergate and Watergate, there was a, there were a lot, lot of going on. people taking up oxygen if you will right but it feels like people knew it feels like okay if if she was running around during social media oh my god everyone would know who this oh my god (laughs) and when i say wackadoo i don't even mean it in a negative way i know i just i just mean she's a spitfire yes so in 1968 Richard Nixon was elected the 37th president with a campaign platform of law and order. Mm. His attorney general, John Mitchell, was his most trusted advisor. And Nixon called John's wife, Martha Mitchell, one hell of a menace. So Martha was married to John Mitchell. And John was kind of quiet. Uh, very close to Nixon, and Martha was very loud. I thought they were very, aside from personality, oddly matched. They were cute. I know that's what's sad about it, because they they seem like a cute couple, because they seem to adore each other, because she's so uh, loud and crazy, and he's reserved, and they seem to like each other. Cheryl was shaking her shoulders when she was delivering that lesson. She's sassy. She's sassy. Let's just listen to Martha Mitchell for a second so people can get a vibe on what she sounded like. I think we've thrown to a clip in a while. I know. It's been a while. Feels good. (laughs) Feels professional, but it's not. Is this democracy where people are not allowed to speak their own mind and the truth? So if I have something on my mind, I'm not going out and yell it to anybody unless I believe that it's what should be done or said. So she was happy to to seek the limelight and get out there and tell people what was on her mind. Where was she from? She's from Texas, right? (laughs) There's no way to know. Thomas will tell us. She did remind me of a hint of Ann um, Richards. Oh, yeah. The governor of Texas, who was the governor when I lived in Texas. And she was just like my hero. And then, and I don't want anyone to get the wrong idea, but hint of my mother. My mother would was very outspoken and would say things that made people uncomfortable. (laughs) I I don't know where I got that. (laughs) She's from Arkansas. 
Oh, Arkansas. Oh, she's okay, from she's Arkansas. from Arkansas. So Martha Mitchell, when she moved, they moved to Washington from New York, and it was a whole new world for Martha. And it was a lot of um, hosting parties, mm-hmm. and and this was when women were very, um, you know, uh, stood in the background, and they just were hostesses at a mm-hmm. party. You're just there to make sure everyone feels comfortable, like you said. Yeah. And she did exactly the opposite. <laughs> but mm-hmm. she seemed like she was a good time, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. She seemed, she would go around and talk to everybody and tell, say what was on her mind. Well, that's the part that reminded me of my mother, where it's so hard to explain, but it's, she was not at all my mother, but yeah. So, anyway. and Nixon couldn't stand her mm-hmm. because he thought that she was too loud. Yeah. He likes a quiet lady. He likes a quiet lady. And he didn't know when uh, Martha was kidding and when she wasn't. (laughs) (laughs) You know, whenever people say that to me and they're like, I can't tell if you're kidding. And then I'll say, I can't either. Oh, (laughs) and then they're then they're really angry. Then they they really don't know. And they're like, just go after. Do you like a quiet lady? Do I like a quiet lady? Yeah. Like, do you feel like. You don't like a lady to be loud? I like a loud I like a loud lady. Well, I guess it depends on doing what. What is she saying? <laughs> is this like a lady who's fun or is it just mm-hmm. a lady that wants to speak so loudly to drown oh, yeah. everyone else that's, out? That's the worst. The worst is yeah. when you're out to eat with somebody. Yes. And they can't read the room or vibe. Oh my god. And they're talking so loud. I'm like I'm I know. I'm mortified. I know it's it it, and it's hard and you don't want to embarrass them by like, you know, cork it. (laughs) I think you would just yell cork it. Yeah. Okay. We have to take a break. I do. I, yeah. We have to take a break. We do have have to take a break. I have a lot to tell you about. uh, I got a lot to tell you about Martha. Cork it. (laughs) We'll be right back on Tig and Cheryl. True story. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And we are back on Tig and Cheryl True Story. Okay. And uh, I'm going to uncork Cheryl. And Here's the thing. She is a loud lady. One of the things you that You know I what would've... I like is a funny lady. Mo. Mo K. Mo K. Do you have to be. But you could be quiet funny lady is there such thing as a quiet funny lady of course you got to get it you got to get it in well like stephanie's so funny but she doesn't 
lead with it. She doesn't require attention from everybody. Right. There's plenty of people that I think are, that just read her as, oh, she's so sweet. She's and She's sweet, so... demure. Yeah. yeah. And, um, and she always says that the only, I can't even remember the word she uses. It's not innocent, but like, let's say innocent. The only thing okay. innocent about me is my face. <laughs> She's, you know, she does look, she looks so clean cut, beautiful, like, Mm -hmm. oh, I just brushed my hair a a hundred times to make sure. Oh, I just brushed my teeth. Yes. And I flossed. And it's like, okay, Mm -hmm. Stephanie. Keep it down. Here's the thing about this, this documentary, Mm -hmm. which I don't know if you've seen, there is a show on, I don't know what's on. I I think it's on HBO Max called uh, Gaslight. The Flight Attendant? Oh, Gaslit. <laughs> well, I just want to talk to you about the flight attendant. Yeah. Gaslit, I think, was created by one of the one Mississippi writers. Oh. Yeah. Robbie Pickering. Yes. Robbie Pickering wrote Gaslit. Yeah. And so that is this whole story. Mm-hmm. And Martha Mitchell is played by, um, oh, God, what's her name? You know, the really famous uh, <laughs> movie star, <with> Julia Roberts. <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. Julie Roberts plays this woman? Martha Mitchell. Yes. I didn't know that. Yes. And then if you start watching it and then you're mm-hmm. listening to John Mitchell, who looks mm-hmm. just like John Mitchell when you're watching, you know, uh, Julia. And it's like, wow, that voice sounds so familiar. It's Sean Penn. Can you believe it? So, Well, it, I wonder if that's why you thought she was from Texas because isn't Julia Roberts from Texas? Oh, I have no idea. I don't think she is. Oh, Do we- <laughs> I don't think she's from Texas. She does seem like she's from the South, but uh, maybe t- Missouri. Tennessee? Thomas. This Where is, is very she important. From? Georgia. Georgia. Ah, I okay. knew it was some place that wasn't here. <laughs> she used to live on my street, or I used to live on her street. So what happened was? Why are you not following up with a question of like? Well, How because it living on no, Julie because Roberts, uh, because we've had this discussion about Julia Roberts before, where I found her dog, and then she came to my house to get the dog. So I feel like so what you don't want to repeat stories all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have a you don't even have a story. It's just that you lived on the same street, and I actually I would have a see story. About- her and her husband and their twins toddling down the street. Hey. And by the way. I also, when I lived by Julia Roberts, lived by Sean Penn, and Sean Penn drove by in a Tesla holding a um, surfboard out of the side, you know, oh, out, classic, out the window. Classic <laughs> Penn. Well, one time, <laughs> Sean was sitting in front of me on an airplane. <laughs> Did you have a hard time not looking at him? Or were you like, well, it's just Sean Penn. Don't worry I about just, it. I, You're like, it's fine. It was the back of his head. And then Scarlett Johansson was, was on, on the same, same flight. flight. And I think, I, I thought it was interesting because they were taught, they got oh. up to like go talk <gasps> through the whole flight. And I told Stephanie, she goes, I think they used to date. <gasps> oh my did they? God. I don't know. Thomas, Thomas? <laughs> did they used to date? We are How about really, this for a political episode? We are really <laughs> getting to the bottom of some stuff. Who did they date about Watergate? Did they date Thomas? Did Sean Penn date Thomas? What's her name? Scarlett Johansson. 
I don't think they dated. There's an article about them embracing for a long time after filming a challenging fight scene. Mm, sounds like dating to me. Mm. Yeah. Maybe it wasn't Scarlett Johansson. Oh, no. <laughs> Maybe it was somebody else. <laughs> now that I think about it. This is the worst story. <laughs> this is the worst story. Okay, um, listen, Martha Mitchell. Uh, wait, oh. sorry, they did date. <gasps> and I... I Put, I put in Julia Roberts by accident. Oh, uh, but they dated in the spring of 2011. Okay. They went. They had a whirlwind romance. Okay. Well, when I, told, when I told Stephanie that they were both on my flight and they were like standing up and like talking to each other the yes. entire flight, she goes, interesting, because they used to date. Oh. <laughs> and this was like two that. and a half years ago. I like that we are breaking news. Breaking news, okay. they dated <laughs> Ten a long years, time ago. 12 years ago. <laughs> but they were on a flight with me on um, like two and a half years uh, ago. Okay, listen, Martha Mitchell, here's the thing about Martha tell Mitchell. he recognized Martha me. Mitchell was against the uh, the war. Mm-hmm. What, was, what was the war going on? Oh, Civil war. The Vietnam <laughs> She was against the Vietnam War, and so uh-huh. she would publicly say she thinks it stinks, mm-hmm. and then that would watch inf- your mouth infuriate uh, Nixon. And she was banned from Air Force One because Nixon didn't want her big mouth on the plane, and he became obsessed with Martha. It, you know, of course, we all know that Nixon had his White House. He bugged Clean. his own White House, which was oh right, yeah. And so he has all the he had all these recordings, and um, in his recordings, Martha was mentioned over a hundred times, <laughs> not in a row. <laughs> what about, in a row, Martha, 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 Martha. But what's interesting? So, so he, I mean, listen, I do like. Uh, a loud lady. I do like a loud lady, but I do like um, Gaslit. And I know that that's not the same as this, but it's interesting to watch Gaslit because it, it explains some other things that you kind of miss in this. I'll have to watch it. Oh, my God. It's so fun. Good for Robbie Pickering. I know. Good for Robbie Pickering. Um, in 1972, John Mitchell resigned as attorney general to run Nixon's reelection campaign. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is when the trouble began. Uh, Martha mm-hmm. opened up the committee to reelect the president or creep. <laughs> uh, yeah. What in what the hell? Do they have no one overseeming <laughs> the, the, this the naming? The committee is called creep. C-R-E-E-P. Where, the committee I mean, to it, reelect. <laughs> all I could think is this is before people. You know how it takes humans <laughs> and just people in general to evolve? It takes so long. For us to evolve and mature and yeah. and even as a society, did it take us that is this the early days of coming up with with the what are they called? And and uh and what are they called? Whatever it's, it is. We, we know. You, uh, Before they realize that you shouldn't just grab the first word of everything and call <laughs> it that, um, you should make it uh make something sense. pleasant. And not just pleasant, but makes sense. Makes sense. Well, it and, did. And it does make sense. It, it does. It did. Sense. Turned out it did make sense. But it was called creep. It was creep. Called creep. What does that have to oh do? Oh my god, it's insane. I got an idea. 
got an idea and I want everybody to know about it. Creep. Creep. And she was out there campaigning and she's having a ball with the other ladies, with the Republican ladies. People are really starting to like her. She's going on talk shows. She almost seemed like a Democrat. You know I what I know. mean? Like There was something in her spirit. Well, right, because she was against the the war, and right. she and she, you know, calling she, them out for their hogwash. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so here's what happened. Okay. So tell me, girl. Okay, so here's what happened. I forget exactly who ordered it. Mm-hmm. Somebody decided to break into the Watergate Hotel and bug the Democratic uh, headquarters, mm-hmm. which was. Insane because they were saying that Nixon was already so far ahead. Mm-hmm. Like why they want to break the law and perhaps get caught is beyond them. But James McCord. Creep is why. <laughs> James McCord had been a bodyguard for Martha and she really liked him. They mm-hmm. they connected. They had, you know, little quips back and forth. Mm-hmm. And um, this guy, James McCord. Mm-hmm. He decides that he's going to be part of the team that goes into the Watergate Hotel to plant these um, bugs. Yes. And it, meanwhile, John Mitchell and Martha Mitchell go to California for a vacation and and I guess to uh, campaign. And oh, um, I thought you were going to say do it. And they they did go to do it. I mean, that in the gaslit, mm-hmm. they get real frisky. They showed him doing it in California? Yeah, they showed him like- Making headlines in California? <laughs> but they were showing that they definitely wanted to get down, and that's why they were getting out of town. Uh-huh. I love that they have to go- Across- Across <laughs> the country. Across the whole to, to, to do it. <laughs> um, so while they were in California, the guys- Mm-hmm. The burglars, the water cave yeah. burglars, got caught. Yeah. And it was about to be in the papers, and James McCord was caught. So they called John Mitchell and said, You cannot let Martha know that James McCord was in on this because mm. she's going to go on every talk show. <laughs> And and talk about it and say, well, then my husband probably knows about it because and Nixon knows about it. So they were like terrified yeah. that she would find out. And this is when it gets crazy. And this is why this is where the Martha Mitchell effect comes in. So mm-hmm. so John mm-hmm. Mitchell yeah. okay's it. Yeah. His own wife. His own wife, he leaves town. Without, yeah. he says, I have to go. Something's going on. A guy comes in, won't let her, he cut the phone lines, the TVs, the radio. He's not letting her see anything. He cut the TV? He cut, he cut the TV line. Is that wow, a thing? smart. Um, smart. And she didn't understand what was going on. She's like, well, what? Do you, well, I, I want to go home. I want to go home and see John. And he said, no, you're staying here. I want to go do it in D.C. I, I'll do it in D.C. I don't care. And she, they made her stay there. They drugged her. 
I mean, this documentary- Gave her a that, shot in her bottom. Yes! Mm-hmm. And told her that she's, you know, she needs to relax. Nobody's doing anything. She's mm-hmm. like, but you are. You, I want to call my husband. You're not letting me call my husband. And mm-hmm. she couldn't, and she was stuck in this hotel room mm-hmm. with n- no way to talk to anybody, no way to get information. Mm-hmm. And they made her seem like she was crazy. Yeah. A cuckoo bird. A, a cuckoo bird. And um, at some point, the White House mm-hmm. starts putting out rumors that she's sick and she's unwell. She's not mm-hmm. stable. Yes. Because they knew whenever she gets back, she's going to be up to something. Right. We have to take a break. Oh, Cheryl, I'm sorry to interrupt. Fuck it. Okay. No f bombs, no. Cheryl. I mean, we- <laughs> I think our listeners—they're not that delicate, are they? Well, they're young children and elderly <laughs> people. We'll be right back. No, that was her. Um, demographic. Our demographic. Wait till we go on tour. Wait till we go on tour and you see. <laughs> okay. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. And we and are we're back. back. Okay, so now this is a huge problem. Mm-hmm. Now these guys are on trial yeah. because they have broken the law. And now yeah. it looks like, oh, Nixon was in on it. So mm-hmm. everybody is going crazy. And they basically make John Mitchell quit. Mm-hmm. And they're saying that he's quitting to take care of Martha because she's unwell. Sick. Mm-hmm. And then people started saying, free Martha Mitchell. And it became an ironic slogan for Democrat George McGovern's campaign in 1972 because nobody believed she had really been a prisoner. Mm-hmm. So she comes home and she's like, you know, y'all are going to believe it. I was, I was captured and drugged and they wouldn't let me... Talk to anybody, and people are like, uh-oh, Martha's crazy again. It kind of feels Britney Spears-ish. You know how yeah. some people are like, Shit, there's not everything's fine, and then, you know. Yeah. Canary yeah. in the, I was going to say gold mine. But Did I tell you it. about mm-hmm. the Britney Spears? You know, I'm, you know, I'm friends with Jason Alexander. Braggadocious alert! And um, you've told us 
don't know if you. I think I have. Yeah, I'm sure yeah, I have. yeah. But let's hear it again. Well, even Thomas has heard it. I think this will be your third time to tell it. But okay. I, why would I'll tell okay. it again? Uh, this is what we call a bluebell. See, you should just yell, yell bluebell, and then I won't say it. Bluebell. <laughs> <laughs> if you're a first-time listener, um, you're gonna like this story. Uh, if you do like this story, you can go back and hear it on any other episode. <laughs> Do you think Jason Alexander mentions you as much? All the time. Okay. He's like, I remember when I told Cheryl Hines this story. Okay. <laughs> this, this, this Let's short, hear it. The short story is, I said it because Britney Spears, every time I hear Britney Spears, yeah, I'm like a crazy old lady. This is the only thing that sticks in my head about Britney I love it. I don't have a problem. I repeat stories all the time. That's one what I do day, for a living. I get on Jason plane after Alex- plane after plane to repeat stories. <laughs> I have Jason no judgment. Al- Jason Alexander got a lot of, um, you know, text messages and phone calls. And people said, I can't believe you married Britney Spears. And she did indeed marry a guy named Jason Alexander in Las Vegas. But it was not Jason Alexander. See why she tells it all the time? Because <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> okay. Anyway, whew, let's see. Okay. In March of 1973, James McCord testified to Congress, here's the other thing. Mm -hmm. And this is what they talk about on Gaslit. So these guys go on trial. None of them are like breaking. None of them are going to say anything. They're just all, they're going to go to jail, except James McCord was like, okay, well, I'll tell you some stuff. And real quick, did Netflix hurry and just whip this documentary together because the other show came out or mm. has this been out? And that's what, I don't know. There's okay. no way to know. There's no way to know. <laughs> it's a good question. I don't know. I Thank don't know. you. Thank you. Okay. James McCord testified to Congress that John Mitchell, that mm. John Mitchell mm-hmm. had advanced knowledge of Watergate. So mm-hmm. he basically said, it was John Mitchell. Yeah. And Martha told the New York Times she was afraid Nixon was trying to frame her husband, John, for the crimes. But Martha was unaware of how involved John really was. Yeah. That's so Which crazy. Which, of course, made her look cra- crazier. But she's mm-hmm. like, you know, my, they're trying to pin it on my husband. And he didn't when have. people any- just stand by somebody that it, where they can't see. I know. It's I know. so, yeah, it's interesting. And Martha was one of the first people to say Nixon should resign, mm-hmm. which didn't go over well in some circles. John left Martha and moved into a New York hotel, and he claimed that she was having violent outbursts. She probably was at that point. I mean, she probably was. She, I, I just mean because they're driving her insane. Yes. They're driving her insane. Yeah. Nobody's believing her about being stuck in this hotel room. Then, Getting you know. Getting a shot in her bottom. The sh- that, that part really sticks with you. Would it have been better if it was like her, her like arm? Well, no. You know why it probably sticks with me is hmm. Stephanie and I have the same dermatologist. Okay. And um, we always are so amused when we go in for um, our checkups. Yeah. The the doctor will say, and can I look at your bottom? Oh, oh my God. Why? I don't know. She's great and she's a normal person, but she just. Um, what does she want to look at? Skin. Oh, my God. Can I have a look at your bottom? 
That I've never, that's never happened. Although I do have a doctor that checks me head to toe. Yes. Wait, you, do you not go to a dermatologist? I do. I do. But But he's never asked to look at my bottom. (laughs) (laughs) Although you know what this reminds me of? Okay. Here's another story. It's, I'm not saying it's a good one. Wait, wait, wait. Is it the Jason Alexander story? (laughs) This is one that you haven't heard. Okay. But when you say uh, shot in your bottom, I automatically think of Rachel Harris because we went to London Mm -hmm. and she got food poisoning and called- Both ends? (laughs) Was it coming out both ends? I don't know. That's not the point of this story. It is. It's good to know. Why does it always, you always have to bring it back to poop? Always. I never said poop. You just said poop. Okay. So she calls the hotel, the front desk, and she's like, can you send a doctor? (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. And so Rachel and I are sharing a room, right? The doctor comes in and I, you know, I'm like, I'll be outside. She's like, no, no, stay in, stay in. Why were you sharing a room? Just because you guys are BFFs? We went on a girl's trip. So it was. Right, but you can get your own room. No, I didn't have that kind of money. It was like me and Rachel and Cracklin (laughs) and my ex husband, uh, uh, Paul's mom, Liz. And you're all staying in one room? And my and sister, Rachel's on Dr. the toilet. Becky Hines. And Rachel's no, on the we toilet. We split up into three groups. Oh, okay. So we were trying to see if there's something that could help Rachel. Mm-hmm. So the doctor comes in, this guy, and he, you know, says, I think it's food poisoning. I can give you something. You know, I can give you a shot that will probably help you and you'd feel fine in a few hours. And she's like, she looks at me and I'm I'm on the other side of the room. I'm trying to be invisible. It's like I don't need to be involved in this. And she says, what should I do? I said, well, I mean, I would just get the shot. And she's like, oh, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. And the guy is like, okay. And she goes, I don't even – she looks at me and she goes, I don't even know who he is. And he said, "You, I'm a doctor. You called me. <laughs> <laughs> and I, And then – I said, okay, is there an alternative to the shot? And he said, no, I could give you a prescription. You know, you'll have to go get it filled. And you it could t- sit on the toilet for a week. Yeah, it'll take longer. And she looks at me and she's like, oh, what should I do? And I said, Rachel, I would get, I would just get the shot and let's call it. And she's like, oh, God, okay, I guess I'll get the shot. And he's like, all right, uh, you need to pull your pants down. And she's like, oh, my God. And she looks at me. She's like, what is happening? I don't know this guy. And the guy is like, I'm going to leave a prescription for you. What was the whole, I don't know this guy. It's a doctor. Well, I don't know. She, He's a doctor. We called the front desk and a doctor came. It's not with, like somebody was randomly knocking on right. doors saying, can I, see your bottom? Bag. can I see your bottom? Can I see your bottom? That's your dermatologist. Can I That's see your bottom? Weird, the bottom check. I'll be curious yeah. to know if any listeners. Okay, have but a what if you have weird um, stuff? Then you ask it stuff to- on your bottom, and your doctor isn't even saying, "Can I see your bottom?" Well, then that's up to you to say, "Hey, while we're here, can I show you something weird?" <laughs> My bottom. <laughs> <laughs> and then what if you did, and your doctor was like, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa!" <laughs> I gotta turn that the lights is up. Weird. That's weird. I have never seen anything that bad. Can I see your bottom? But anyway. Uh, can I see your bottom? So, and can I see your bottom? <laughs> um, 
It's weird. I thought you were gonna say that she gives you a shot of like vitamin B or something, because that goes in your bottom, doesn't it? <laughs> I don't know. I was on a set once and vitamin B. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Anyway, but why are you getting a shot of vitamin, of vitamin B? B on set? Well, I was on a set and I felt like, woo, I'm starting to feel a little like somebody needs to look at my bottom. <laughs> Can like somebody I might, on set please look at my bottom? Like I might be coming down with something. Like I felt like something was coming on, like a bad, mm. I don't know, a cold or a flu or something. Yeah. And uh-huh. they said, oh, we'll send somebody over with a vitamin B shot. And I was like, okay. And then the guy was like, okay, turn around. Your bottom? I was like, oh, I was not mentally prepared for this, but okay. To show you my bottom. My bottom. Anyway, so Rachel. So Rachel like turns around and she's like practically in tears. And the guy is like, let me just leave the prescription. This is, it's too, it's clearly you're, you feel unsteady. It's too much. Yeah. And she's like, no, just do it. Just do it. And they're both looking at me like I have any. I'm like, okay, yeah. So then she begs for him yes. to look at the bottom. It was a drama, and I hope she's listening. Hey, Rachel. Hey. Hey, Rachel. Hey. Um, she got the shot, and everything was fine. Hey, Rachel. Yeah, Rachel. Can I see your bottom? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, is she gonna be mad that we're talking about her? She's got a problem with us talking about her. Then don't be friends with us. <laughs> There, I, took I like care that of we, it. we break up with Rachel on our podcast. <laughs> but okay, so after all this, finally the White House tapes emerged. John Mitchell called Martha a press Frankenstein of their own creation. Okay. John faced 30 years in prison for his participation in Watergate. Nixon resigned without pardoning John. Classic president stuff. Wow. And Martha was celebrated by the media for telling the truth all along. Becoming a swan, according to one headline. And Nora Ephron wrote an essay praising her. Oh, that's so nice. The end. Almost. John Mitchell was sentenced to prison. Well, it could have been a lot worse. He could have sentenced me to live with Martha Mitchell. Jerk a doodle do. Yeah, rude. But even still, it's like you have a kid or more kids or whatever. Uh, Martha got a job selling dresses and sued John. She got sick with the, I'm sorry about this. She got sick with a blood cell disorder and passed away in 1976. John Mitchell spent 19 months in jail and Nixon was pardoned. Nixon was pardoned. Ugh. Pardon me. Do you think when people want to get pardoned, they say, pardon me? (laughs) I'm going to stop laughing at your, I I guess it's not a pun. Pardon me. Did you look at my bottom? Pardon can I see your bottom? Pardon me. Um, can I in, see your bottom? In 1988, Harvard psychologist Brendan Mayer coined the term Martha Mitchell effect. It describes a process in which a person's beliefs are initially labeled as delusional, but later turn out to be true. Mm-hmm. That is the Martha Mitchell effect. The end. The end. That is the end. Yeah. But... It's a very interesting story. It is. She was a very interesting woman. Yeah. And you won't believe what Sean Penn looks like in, um, what's it called? <laughs> is he whispering secrets with Johansson? <laughs> no. 
Mm-hmm. No. Wait, what's it called? Oh, gaslit, gaslit, gaslit. Yeah, mm-hmm. gaslit. Uh, okay. Are you ready for happily ever after thoughts? Yes, I am. It's time for happily ever after thoughts, where we give our final thoughts on this week's documentary. Did you cry? Like a baby. No, you didn't. No. <laughs> no, I didn't cry, but I was mad. Were you mad? Mm-hmm. God, so mad on her behalf. So mad. And by the way, in this documentary, it doesn't even show the awful things that they did to her. I know. At the uh, hotel. You know, it's interesting because for so long, I never knew why Watergate was called Watergate. No, same. When you were, when I was growing up, I was just like, Ugh. I thought it was just a stack of paper. I didn't know. I, I didn't know what Watergate. I thought it had to do with a river. To find out that it it's named after the hotel. Right. It's like, what if this happened at the Come On In? You know, those like <laughs> silly named um, motels when you're on a come road on trip? In. We'll leave a light on. Yeah. Um, yeah thanks uh, for calling the Come On In. How can I help you? <laughs> what if this went down at the Come On In? <laughs> then it would have been called the Come On In. Oh, the Come On In. Who were you attracted to? Oh, I oh, forgot to pay one. attention. I always forget to I pay know, attention. I know. I know. This was hard because I forgot to pay attention. Probably one of the um, newscasters. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Maybe Bob Woodward. Yeah, or Dan Rather. Just somebody. Yeah, one of those guys. Real put together. Yeah. Okay. Smart. Well, that is it for this week's episode. Next week, we'll be talking about the most hated man on the internet on Netflix. Okay, Tig, uh, before we go, would mm-hmm. you like what to is it, Cheryl? hear a true fan mail? Oh, I'd love to. <laughs> I got high. This is uh, from Tracy. Hey, Tracy. Hey. hey, Tracy. Hey. Tracy writes, I just got done with a five-mile hike while listening to the How to Change Your Mind episode. At the beginning when Cheryl Wow, was- this came in immediately. This is white hot. Wow. At the beginning when Cheryl was talking about taking her daughter to college, I heard her say, I will give up dates twice. (laughs) What does that mean? I don't know. I said I'll give up dates. I kept thinking, I don't remember Cheryl ever talking about an addiction to dates. A mile further into my hike, I realized she had been saying updates. (laughs) Not give up dates. Give up dates. (laughs) Oh, she must have been so confused. And that's such a weird thing for someone to have to give up. I am going to give up dates. (laughs) I'm going to give up dates. Well, that's the headspace of someone that's on a hike, you know, trail mix and dates. On dates. Dried fruit. Uh, I started laughing so hard I had to sit down. Thank you for adding so much joy to my hike today. Oh, my God. I have to give up dates. I have to give up dates. I have to give up dates. You need to give up dates. <laughs> All right, Tig. All right. All right. Do you have anything you want to talk about? Well, yeah. You should go to tignotaro.com and <laughs> see uh, what shows that you can check out anywhere from I'm going to be doing my first Star Trek convention, telling jokes right there at this gigantic Star Trek convention in Vegas. Can I ask a question? And this may be dumb. Always, Cheryl. I mean, are they Star Trek 
jokes or this is you're just doing your no you're just doing doing a show the old stick yeah and um i think there's maybe part of my deal is that like you can meet me at some point oh meet and greet yeah like but it's very minor compared to what the rest of the the team does from all the different tv and it's crazy those i have never been to something never been to comic-con Oh, I mean, I hosted the Star Trek panel at Comic-Con, uh-huh. but it was just in that room for the hour or whatever that I was doing, you know, mo- um, uh, what is it, monitoring? Yeah, moderating. Moderating the question, the Q&A, mm. and then I just left. I didn't hang out at the the convention. It wasn't solely <laughs> you were Star hanging out Trek. With- it is so funny to watch people get so dressed up and walk around and eat corn dogs. And you're like, wow. Wait, what? You know, they eat like uh, street food in their outfits. And I don't know why that makes me laugh. Like to see, you know, a Chewbacca. Cheryl loves a person eating a corn dog. <laughs> to watch someone dress like Chewbacca eating a corn dog is funny. Well, there probably will be very few Chewbaccas at because the Star, Star Trek convention. Trek. What do you got? What do you guys have? William Shatner will be there. Oh wow, people are going to go nutballs for him. Well, I think he goes to those all the time. That's pretty cute. Yeah, pretty cute. But um, anyway, so yeah. Aside from the Star Trek convention, I also have <laughs> other shows. <laughs> but that's just an interesting that's one. A highlight. That's, yeah, that it's the first time in my career to do something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I have stand-up specials, yeah. HBO and sure. Netflix. And yeah. I've got a book called I'm Just a Person. Okay. It's a New okay. York Times well, bestseller. They can see these things. They, people can oh, okay. see these things. All right. Under a Rock with Tig Notaro. Okay, we got it. All right. Sorry to bother you. What about you, Cheryl? Oh, God. It's the same crap. Listen, I'm just focused on my daughter. Uh, but I will be giving updates. <laughs> I will be giving updates uh, on my little road trip with Kat on on social media, and we'll also we'll also have we don't know we don't have a date yet, but we'll do a streaming show soon. Oh yeah, yeah. So look for that on social media and listen to shows and tell your friends. Just be like, oh, you got to listen to this show. You got to. You've got to. And for those of you that have told people to listen to the show, thank you because Aww, that's very sweet. It's happening. It people is are happening. Listening to this. Okay. Should we do it again? Yes. Let's do it again. Tig and Cheryl True Story is hosted by me, Cheryl Hines, and Tig Notaro. It's produced by Thomas Willett, audio engineered and edited by Thomas Willett, with production assistance from Bobby Pearson. Music by David Sesson. Special thanks to Gabi Kobasich, Patrick McDonald, and Stephanie Allen. Follow us on social media for updates and review and rate True Story on Apple Podcasts. We really appreciate it. You can email us at Tig and Cheryl True Story at gmail.com. That was a headgum podcast. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>